keep you for a, a, a really long time. I'm just going to kind of give you an abbreviated uh, encouraging word here, uh, meaning that the, the message I have prepared for part three of Love Over Fear is all about putting on the garments of praise. That was something the Lord was speaking to us prophetically last week, several times. I think Lisa maybe was singing that phrase from Isaiah 61, put on the garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Uh, Miss Ruth uh, had a word for our church that wasn't exactly about putting on the garments of praise, but it was about facing opposition. And that is so many times what that spirit of heaviness looks like in our life. It looks like opposition. It, it feels like opposition, um, but we can also overcome that by putting on the garments of praise. And of course, Miss Ruth's word was that sometimes the opposition isn't even the enemy. Uh, so man, we should go back and listen to that word. It was a great, great word. But the Lord just kept speaking that last week. So uh, I, I prepared a message and I'm going to bring it next Sunday uh, with that, with that uh, about choosing love over fear by choosing the garments of praise over the spirit of heaviness. Um, so keep that in mind. But today, I want to do just a very quick recap of the last two weeks' love over fear. But I also have a word for you specifically for today that the Lord spoke to me uh, this morning in my personal devotion time. And when I say recap, I'm talking very, very quick, less than five minutes. We have been in two weeks of this series, Love Over Fear. And the first week of this series, the Lord spoke to me and said, here's what fear does. Fear always asks the question, what if? Mm. I'm afraid to give, what if I don't have enough? I'm afraid to give you my time, what if I don't have enough left over for myself, my family? I'm afraid to, uh, to, to take this risk, uh, this say yes to the Lord in this business venture, what if it fails? Fear always says, what if? I'm afraid to go tell this person about Jesus, what if they reject me? Fear. But we know from 1 John that perfect love casts out fear. Mm -hmm. Jesus had lived and is perfect love. He lives in us in 1 John 4, 17 says that as he is, so are we in this world, which means perfect love is on the inside of you. Unlimited, unrestrained, unconditional love is on the inside of you, and you and I can choose it every moment of our life. And when we do, instead of reacting to what comes our way with the fear-based what if, when we choose love, we react and respond with the love-based statement and declaration of God will. will come on. Here's a chance to give. I'm going to give. God will provide for me. Here is a chance to, uh, to, to go to Ridgeview and serve that community. I'm going to go serve that community. God will give me the time, personal time I need. God will multiply that if he has to. Uh, here is a, a chance to love your family well. Yeah, it means making a few sacrifices in your own life, but love your family well. I will love them well. God will supply. I mean, love over fear every time is always the best choice. And it doesn't sound like what if. It sounds like God will. That was week one. Last week, we talked about choosing love over fear by speaking love instead of speaking fear. Uh, that, in a summary, very quick summary, is this. There are power in your words. You're made in the image of God, whose words created and formed every uh, atom and in, in this universe, every molecule in the world, every cell of your body, man, it started with the words out of God's mouth. He spoke this world and this into existence. And, and boy, that's saying something. I heard somebody say this one time that if you took um, a, a, a complicated uh, a, a watch and, and took all the pieces apart and put them in a Ziploc bag and you shook that bag 
for a billion years, it would never put itself back together. But that is how complicated just our bodies are. That if they just happen to, to by chance come together, it'd be like all the pieces of a watch getting put together just by shaking. In, in other words, it couldn't have been chance. It couldn't have just been uh, a, a big bang. It couldn't have been a billion years and all of a sudden all these pieces just came together. No, it's very complicated. Uh, our DNA has something like a billion parts and just one strand, but God put all that together with his words. Your words are just as powerful because he lives in you. And we read out of uh, Proverbs that life and death, Proverbs 18, 21, are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And here was the example from last week. You eat the words you speak. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but that is also the meal you are serving others. Wow. Is it a good meal or is it nasty? Is it, <laughs> are you surviving off good, positive, healthy words, or are you living off of negative, nasty, fear-based words because one of those uh, diets leads to unhealthy life and honestly death. And the other one of those diets leads to life and life abundantly. Speak those positive words. Come into agreement with what the Lord is speaking over you and not what the enemy says. Come into agreement with your words over what the Lord is saying over others and not what the enemy is saying over others. Uh, you have the power of life and death in your tongue. And, and you know, if people don't like the meal you're serving, they're not going to come to your house to eat it. Uh, if you look around your life and wonder where all your friends are, all the people that want to be around you, they might not like the meal you're serving, but you can change that. You can change that in this moment. You can send somebody a, a, a message. You know, we had a celebration of life for one of our church members yesterday, Miss Gloria, who just lived an awesome life. She mm -hmm. even spent the last months of her life in Mexico serving a community of believers down there uh, in a place that at one point didn't want any Christians in the town. But Gloria, her son Jay, moved in and, and told these people about Jesus and fed them and gave them food and taught them about art and, and life and they celebrate and they, they love them. Now, Miss Gloria spent uh, her, the last months of her life down there serving this community. It was awesome. And our celebration of life, something the Lord put on my heart, is the nice things that everybody was saying about her. Uh, I hope they weren't waiting until that celebration of life to say it. I hope they told her to her face. Uh, I, I, maybe we should put that into practice more often in our life. You know, the, the things that you would say at somebody's funeral, say them now. Mm -hmm. Go tell the person right now. Send them a sappy text. Send them, uh, send them a, um, a, a little handwritten letter. Just call them to tell them you love them. And say, listen, you mean so much to me. Those words bring life. We don't need to wait till somebody's funeral or their celebration of life to say these good things to them. Tell them now because the power of life and death are in your tongue. Choose love with your words and not fear. Amen? Amen. That's the review. Next week, we're going to jump right back into this series with part three talking about putting on the garments of praise. Uh, here's a spoiler alert. That's something you have to do. Uh, the garments of praise exist. But just like you got to put a coat on if you want to walk outside and be warm, you have to put those garments of praise on in order to combat the spirit of heaviness. Remember, we talked about Newton's third law. It's not in the Bible, uh, but it's a, it's a law in, in, in the natural that for every action, there's an equal or opposite reaction. When things come your way, there will be a response, equal and opposite. And you can choose if your response is going to be love or fear. It'll be one or the other. Let's choose love.
Let's choose love in every aspect of our life. All right? So this morning in my personal devotion time, I'm in the book of Matthew right now. It's the beginning of the year. I always start the year off in the Gospels. Uh, no matter what else I'm studying, no matter what else I'm putting together, I mean, I'll always start the year off reading the Gospels. It, it, I mean, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, first thing in the year, just reading about Jesus. It sets, it sets you up for success every time you look to Jesus. Uh, so let's just start the year off with that. Well, I'm reading out of Matthew 11 this morning. And this verse here, Matthew 11, verse 28 and 29, a lot of you have heard this. Uh, maybe you even know it by heart. But this morning, it just struck me in a different way. This is Jesus speaking. And he says, are you weary, carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways, and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, and easy to please. Boy, I love that one. Jesus said, this is the words of Jesus. I'm going to read it again. I will refresh your life. I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. And learn my ways. You'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, and easy to please. There are so many people that push Jesus away. And they push uh, this life of faith away because they think of the requirements. Mm -hmm. And and they're they're creating these these thoughts in their own mind. But they think, if I follow Jesus, he's going to tell me to do something I don't want to do. He's going to send me somewhere I don't want to go. He's going to take all the fun out of life. And Jesus is saying, I won't be my true self. I won't be my true self. And Jesus is saying right here, no, 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 you don't understand. Come to me and learn about me and my ways and you'll discover that I'm actually easy to please. I'm gentle. I'm humble. That's what Jesus is saying. Mm -hmm. You'll find refreshment and rest in me. None of this whole he'll send you where you don't want to go thing. You'll find rest and refreshment in me. I I was thinking about that and that's what I pray about these uh this snow day or these snow days that we're going to have. I pray that you find refreshment and rest in these days where we will be forced to slow down for a little while. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. Man, is that awesome? Is that the opposite of what you thought? Because if that's the opposite of what you thought, think differently. This is who Jesus is. I'm gentle, humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. Man, are you weary? Are you carrying a heavy burden? Come to Jesus. I know there's so many of us carrying heavy burdens. It seems like in the past few weeks, the past few months, um, apart from COVID, I've seen a lot of loss I've seen a lot of, of hard things coming towards people's way. Uh, Lisa and I, our family has had our fair share of challenges yeah. here in the past few weeks, but that's what the Holy Spirit told me to call them, challenges. Uh, it's not that things are bad. It's not that things aren't going right. There's challenges that have faced us, and there's challenges that will come towards you as long as we're here. Mm-hmm. But thank God, the one who overcomes and the one who is more than a conqueror, And that already has an answer to every one of those challenges Mm -hmm. is living on the inside of us. And when we look to him, he said, come to me. Well, how do I do that if he's on the inside of me? Isn't he already here? Yes. But here's how you go to him. Your attention, your affection. Mm -hmm. Take some time during these slow days and go to Jesus. Sit down apart from everybody else. Maybe take a walk outside in the snow. Bundle up. Walk around. It's going to be quiet. Right? Right? 
but look to Jesus in your mind. Go to him, maybe even out loud. Pray, talk to him. And here's what you will find, that he is humble, gentle, easy to please. You'll find refreshment and rest. Why wouldn't we go there? Why wouldn't we go to that place? All that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. Well, I'm scared of what I'll find in that place. Well, you'll find refreshment. I'm scared of what he'll say to me. Well, that's what fear says. That's what fear says. That's right. What if he says, I don't want you doing blah, 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 blah. Well, here's what you'll find in that. God will. Pleasant. Come on. Easy to bear requirements, refreshment, and rest. In other words, there's nothing to be afraid of. In the middle of a desert, he is, in his own words, the oasis with the water that you need to stay alive. And that water never runs dry. And when you drink it, you won't go thirsty. Go to Jesus. During this snow day, ice day, tomorrow, whatever it is, take some time and go to him, especially if you're weary, especially if you're heavy burdened, especially if you're in the middle of your own challenges right now. Mm -hmm. Go to him. You'll find refreshment and answers and rest. He is the caretaker. He will take care of you in the best way. You know what that means, caretaker? I was thinking about it this morning too. Uh, you know, I don't like the word careful. Uh, Jerry Corrigan, one of our elders, he's like a, a second dad to me, honestly. He, he called me a few months back, maybe a year ago, and he said, I got convicted this morning. I told my wife to be careful when she left for work. And he said, and then I realized what I said. I told her to be full of care. When, when we're not supposed to be full of care. We're supposed to cast our cares upon Jesus. So he said he changed what he started saying to his wife in the mornings. Instead, instead of telling Miss Tony, be careful, he says, be safe. And you know what? I don't want to be full of care, and we don't want you to be full of care. Jesus is our caretaker, which means That's he right. takes that care from cares. us. We can cast our cares upon him. Mm -hmm. He takes them as our caretaker. And then instead of being careful, we will be full of love, full of refreshment, full of everything Jesus gives and offers when we go to him. It's a powerful verse. I want to read it one more time before we close, but I want to give Lisa a chance to, to jump in if you have anything to add to that. She didn't even know that I was going to share that this morning. We didn't plan that part, actually. So this isn't me uh, putting her on the spot. Do you have anything else you want to add or share about that? I was going to ask you and then read. Okay. Or I can read and then you can go. Ahead. Ahead. Okay, I'm going to read it one more time just because it's so good. And then uh, we'll see if Lise has anything to add. And then we'll pray and we'll close. And, and uh, man, I hope you have an awesome week. But again, this is Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. I'm reading this out of the Passion Translation, if you're wondering. Uh, it's just as good in every translation. Are you weary, carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways, and you'll discover that I am gentle, humble, and easy to please. You'll find refreshment and rest in me, for all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. So good. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah. I like the part that says, join yourself to me. Mm. I think that's a really powerful part of that, because we can, we can be so distant sometimes, like BJ said, it starts in our mind and in our hearts, you know, the way that we turn our, our gaze on, on to Jesus or we turn our gaze on to the cares of this world. And I think it's, it's really important when you join yourself to Jesus mm -hmm. and know that when you do that, there will be an exchange every single time. Um, 
the fear says, don't go to Jesus because it's going to be too hard or I'm going to feel guilty or you fill in the blank. But yeah. but love says, I will take that from you. Yeah. Love says, Ooh. I want to refresh you. Love says, yeah. I am your oasis. Where love, fear's saying, I don't want to go. Yeah. That's what love's saying. Love's oh. saying, come on, come over here. Come sit beside me. Just take a time out. You know, sometimes I've, we've done that in the past with our with our kids and they're just kind of running reckless and you just grab them and you say come here just let me hold you for a minute and you help you help your toddler just calm down for a minute you say come here let me just snuggle you for a minute and they might fight you for a second but really they realize yes that's what i need that's what i needed and i and and the lord is just saying that jesus is just kindly saying come to me if you're weary if you're heavy and you know I feel like this whole season is, is gonna we're gonna continue to press into what it looks like to lay those things down, what it looks like to put on the garments of praise. I really feel like prophetically in this season that it is time to press into Jesus like yeah. never before. I mean we can say it so much, but but truly there will never be a season that we shouldn't press in, but I do feel there is a there is something really special in this season where we need to press in even more, even tighter as a community and as a body, coming closer together and closer to Jesus at the same time. Man, there is so much power in that. There's so much healing um, that comes out of us gathering together. Like BJ said, we love church. It's not just because you know it's our livelihood but it's because we know the power yeah. that it has and the impact yeah. that it has in families we've seen families be transformed yep. um, just by coming and getting full of the word not full of care but full of the word full of passion for the lord full of the presence of god because where the presence of god is no evil thing can dwell where the presence of god is there's fullness of joy yeah. and so we are just encouraging you this morning. I encourage you to join yourself up with Jesus. Like BJ said, go take a walk. Spend some time. Spend some quiet time in these next couple of days. But really, really picture yourself just even more joined to Jesus than yeah. ever before. Picture yourself walking hand in hand with him. Begin to see that on the inside of you because I'm telling you, there is... There is going to be a, a fire ignited inside of you. And, um, you know, when you are gazing on Jesus, the things that bother you, the things that normally would get on your nerves, just actually just kind of don't matter when you're focused on the Lord. Yeah. You know, I mean, it really is true. It, when, when your gaze is on Him and not on the tasks that you have to mm -hmm. achieve, you can just do it more effortlessly. The things, uh, your your checklist, BJ, um, becomes to becomes a list. joy because we're serving him instead of serving our list or serving man. But I want to encourage you to yeah. serve Jesus with your whole heart. Go after him like never before in yeah. this season. And I promise you the depression will leave you. The anxiety will run and flee the fear, which is all that stuff is based in, in fear. Anxiety, depression, all those things are based in fear. I'm telling you, that fear has to run and flee from the love of Jesus. It has to go. And so we just release right now. I just release the love of God into every person. I release 
Jesus right now. Mm -hmm. Jesus, you go and be in, in, uh, with every single person. And, and I pray for doors to be open to you and for moments to be open, even for those. I pray in special grace on the mamas and the papas today that, that um, husbands and wives um, with small children that you would also find uh, some some quiet time together and quiet time alone um, pursuing Jesus. I pray that there would just be um, a fire ignited in us um, and, and that, uh, Lord, we just thank you for your presence. Mm -hmm. We thank you. We said we were going to pray over this, so I pray right now for protection over every home, protection yep. over our city. We thank you, Lord, for the blessing of snow, but we just say yes to the blessing and no to the curse of power outages and all of those things. We just thank yep. you that this will be a blessing and yep. not a curse yep. in the name of Jesus. Yes. Thank you for putting a hedge of protection around our yes. city of Gastonia. Um, like Lisa and our said. surrounding. Yeah, and if, you're, if you don't live in Gastonia, man, declare that over your own city. I know right. we got folks from Lincolnton, Charlotte, Bessemer City, Belmont, uh, all these places. So, man, declare that over, your, right. over your, your own city and your home. Uh, I feel led just to close with this one last thing. You know, we both said this during this last stream that we love church. If you don't feel that way, uh, or, or if you're watching this and you're, you're like, man, I wish I could say that, then uh, I want to invite you to come be a part of Freedom Church Gastonia. Um, we have a community that, that is very loving, and I was just telling somebody on the phone last night, it was actually Shane Calloway, if you're watching this, I had a, it was a great conversation last night, but we were just talking about some of the challenges that our families face these past few weeks, and I told Shane that our community at church, uh, you guys watching, Freedom Church Gastonia people, are, are, are just what has helped us get through this. Yes, Jesus, yes, the Holy Spirit, but just being able to lean on our community and talk about these things with my friends, yeah. with, with you guys, has been such a blessing. It, it's, it's helped us through. Mm -hmm. and, and if you're looking for that, then I want to invite you to come be a part of Freedom Church Gastonia, and uh, that's what you'll find. You'll find a group of people that love you no matter what, unconditionally, and will walk with you through trials, through challenges, uh, without leaving you, without getting scared off, because love says, I will be there for you. God will be there with us. Um, and that's what, that's what you'll find with us. Um, that's what I find. That's what Lisa has found. And um, it's awesome. I love you guys. Uh, have a great day. Hug your family. Go online, tell somebody you love them. Hey, seriously, tell somebody how you feel. Don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait until they're gone from this earth to say how you feel about somebody. Just tell them how you feel. Mm -hmm. Right? Here's a great example. Lisa, I love you. You're an awesome wife and an awesome mom. And you are too, you're great, you're a great pastor, and everybody who knows you loves you, and you're just full of energy, and uh, that is a good thing. It's, you're always the life of the party. Thank you. Isn't that easy? Look, that's very easy, right? Anybody can do that. Look at somebody you love right now if you can and tell them how much they mean to you. Tell them how much you love them. And uh, that's what love says every time. I love you guys. Have an awesome snow day, awesome ice day. Uh, if you can build a snowman, do it. If you get all cold and wet, then come in and put your clothes in the dryer and, and put them on with the warm, then go do it again. Uh, <laughs> but most importantly, look to Jesus. Remember Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Yeah, 28. Are you weary? Are you heavy burdened? Come to me and you'll find refreshment. You'll find pleasure. And you'll find a lot more good stuff. It's all right there. 
and uh, it's good things. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence and who you are. Amen. Hey, love you guys. Love y'all. We'll be back in person uh, the next Sunday at 1030 with part three of Love Over Fear. Maybe we'll call it 3.5. This will be point three or something, or three. I don't know. Uh, but we'll be back next week with a great message and a great time together. Uh, as long as the, the snow and the ice goes away, we'll have City Youth this Wednesday at 7. And uh, Pastor's Discipleship class starts the last Tuesday of January. Mm -hmm. Cannot think off the top of my head what the date is, but the last Tuesday of January, we'll start that class. I love you guys. We hope to see you this week at some point. Reach out if you need us. Call us. You got our numbers if you're a church person. Send us a text. We love you. Have a great day. Right? Yep. Love you guys.